0: What's good, everybody? It's Sunday night, 10 p.m. Well, actually a little after 10 p.m., but you know what that means. It's time to hold space with your girl, yes. And that's what we're doing. We're holding space. We are celebrating each other's journeys as we reflect on the glimpses in our lives that led us to... Walking in our truth and living our authentic lives. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. As I continue to walk in my truth and continue to evolve, you know what I mean. As I do these, as I'm doing these interviews, I'm finding how much I'm evolving just with the three interviews that I've done. Um, In addition to that. Um, Thank you so much for being patient with me as I had to take a little bit of a hiatus, you know, just to make sure my mind and my body was right. And thank you to all those who actually listened to last week's podcast where I pretty much bare my soul um, or a little bit of my soul that led me to this point. Um, Again, it's all a journey. It's on a learning process. And this week I have my homegirl, Kendall Weaver, who is... Self-proclaimed the hood, Susie Orman, who who is making it her mission to transform lives by educating our communities um, about the importance of generational wealth, about accumulating wealth, about keeping that wealth, about having life insurance, because whether you have a stance about against life insurance or not. It is important. Um, she takes us through her journey from um, being born in Chicago and when her mom made the executive decision to uproot to uproot her and her brothers and move into a better life for them down into. Um, Decatur, Georgia, same thing that my mom did, you know, she uprooted myself and my three siblings out of Brooklyn, New York, and we moved down to Atlanta back in 1992, so um, it's crazy, it, it, we have so much in common, she has three kids, I have three kids, <laughs> um, two of them by a previous marriage or previous relationship, my first two from a previous relationship, um, our kids, matter of fact, my oldest daughter, and her middle daughter, are both the same age and they're two days apart. And, um, it's, it's just ironic how much we have in common, but anyhow, away um, aside from that, she is just a wealth of knowledge and her story, I believe is so inspirational. It's going to be inspirational to everybody who's listening as well. Oftentimes we think that our dream has to be rooted in entertainment or has to be rooted in some kind of fame, but, and not to knock anybody, um, you know anybody in the entertainment industry i mean hell shit we need entertainment we need art you know but we also need to know how to get them coins and how to keep them and she's the girl to actually well she's the woman to actually um bring that wealth of knowledge to our communities and um yeah it's it's very well needed so kick back relax you know, put on your headphones, you know what I mean? Get ready to listen to an interview that I'm guaranteed is going to have you laughing or chuckling at the, at the very least. But um yeah, it's Kendall Weaver, Holding Space with Kendall Weaver, the hood Susie I Ulman, y'all. It's uh 10 PM on a Sunday and that's what we're doing. We're holding space. What's good?
1: Hello. Hello. This is so neat. <laughs> God, I love technology, Right? right? i am sitting up here. Like, remember back in like the 90s? We dreamt about things like this. Just kidding. I, I wasn't creative enough, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like clean.
0: hey, this is such a treat. I'm so excited. I'm about Me to get too. rolling a business. <laughs>
1: goodness oh my god (laughs) so we have so many things like we can cover that's why I was like ooh, where do we go I'm like um just a wealth of knowledge with my 36 years so you're 36 Mm mm-hmm I am I'm I'm elderly now but it's okay I'm aging backwards so long as you are
0: you're not even aging (laughs) I mean I look at your social media I'm like she she makes this look so. I mean, <laughs> she really. That's she really what does.
1: happens when you have your kids at 12. So. <laughs> I mean, it was rough. There were a couple of speed bumps throughout the way, but when you're finished parenting at 20, I mean, really? You
0: know? So. I guess that's a perk. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> I mean, know. You know uh, it's all about perspective. It's it all really about is. perspective. I was
1: judged but now i'm looking at everybody else like ha huh, cuz you're still raising children while i'm out here in these streets.
0: So, who has the last laugh now? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah,
1: like seriously, but no, not really. Um it's it's difficult out there this parenting thing. I feel like we're in the same boat though cuz your kids are old, so
0: my ki- my ki- you know what? My friends remind me that my kids are old because to me they're not old. You know what i mean? They they're just kids. Right. How so old is your oldest? My oldest is 15. Oh yeah, that's old. My, you're, yeah, you're, you're they, they're old. I'm like they're fifteen. My middle is thirteen, and my youngest just turned nine. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, they're big, and it's like <laughs> when people be like, yeah, you got big kids, you got old kids. I'm like, I do, and then I'm like, yeah, I do. You do. Gee. Yeah. Sean I've been parenting has like
1: a, a, what a four year old and like a two year old. I'm like, oh my god, what do they do? <laughs> what happens at that age like that's disgusting it's
0: like like you just there exactly let me tell you
1: (laughs) seriously don't ask me to babysit i don't know what the hell is going on with your kid can i curse on here because i curse so
0: much So I curse like a it. sailor. Yes. Oh, no, fuck. Can, yeah. This is,
1: yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. As All the right, young cool. kids would say, it's lit. It's lit.
1: Oh, can I tell you a story? Because <laughs> like um, I was training my team and I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm so incredibly lit right now. I'm going to spread some of my litness around. <laughs> like, this sounds like a an infection. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> oh my god, it does. So,
0: okay. I don't you want any of that. That litness. No, okay. no. That,
1: antibiotics, But um no, your kids are old, <laughs> but it's a good thing. How are you feeling?
0: I am feeling you know what? I can't even lie. I had a bit of a rough week this past week. Who
1: didn't you know you? what I mean, but Who
0: No, it, it, it's just you know when and I know we'll get to this more you know as as we get further into the conversation but you know when you're at that moment where you feel the transformation is coming and you're at that moment where you have one foot in and one foot out um,
1: you I'm, know like I, I don't know I got a call and it cut it out <laughs> did you hear it cut out no Scott Lee's, I'm so sorry you're gonna have to
0: edit all this shit <laughs> That was great because you know what? That was a moment I had. (laughs) Oh, no. I missed the fucking moment, too. No.
1: Oh, I'm so losing already. You want to just reschedule this for tomorrow? (laughs) Like, I... I'm sitting here with my glass it's, of wine. I'm like, I'm like I hope I'm not
0: too done on her podcast already. So No, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Okay. I love it. I'm not I'm not editing none of this. Holy this shit, is great. please
1: edit. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna calm down. But
0: but no, but but all in all, I was just saying that I had a pretty hard week and I was just saying that you know when you're on the brink of a transformation and you have like one foot in, one foot out. Mm. and it's like i know what i need to do i know what i have to do but it's just that moment of making that choice to do it and leaving what you know into the unknown Mm. (laughs) that's that is the space that i'm in right now girl the comfort zone you
1: better leave that comfort zone the comfort zone is the death zone
0: it's so hard though (laughs) yes it is yes it is but um but yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that further on in the conversation. How are you? How is life treating you, Kendall Weaver?
1: Where shall I begin? Um, life is <laughs> like, listen, life is fabulous now. You know, um, nice. the past like fucking three years were a clusterfuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like I literally, I tell people it's like being pushed backwards down a pro- proverbial I don't even think that's the word. So let me just tell you, I'm going to throw out words that don't go all throughout this stuff. That's <laughs> like,
0: all right. I'll okay, go with podcast, it. But, uh, that's improv, <laughs> Exactly, improv.
1: all day long. And you will feel that it goes in that sentence, but it's not correct. <laughs> so a proverbial uh, flight of stairs that just never ends. That's what I feel like Like the past three years were, where i was just pushed down the stairs wow. backwards and I just kept falling. And I was just like, whoa. And then I catch my breath and I was like, oh, nope, you're still falling down the stairs, bitch. And so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now, wow! Yeah, but now I'm good. Now I'm, now I'm actually I'm feeling better than I've ever felt,
0: um, and I feel like I'm I'm getting back That's- on track. So, it's good. Nice. Okay, so this is a great time for you to introduce yourself. Tell the people what you do, who you be. Okay, so
1: um, hello, people. I actually run a financial consulting firm, um, and so I'm a broker um and I have an nice. awesome team with me uh I am a mother of three awesome badass kids who I love so much they're <laughs> like I might be a little biased okay but I always I like fucking like my kids a lot okay so uh they're great that's great <laughs> like they're really awesome people um and <laughs> I'm my tribe is incredible. Like, seriously, do you ever just nice. think about the people that we have around us, Yazzie, that we grew up with? Like, they're just dope. Like, m- my family's awesome. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I read in your bio, you have an organization you're trying to start where you're mentoring um, young women uh, on financial services.
1: Yes. Yes. And so that's one of the things that's near and dear to me. One, because um, our community... And not even just our community. Let me just broaden that a bit. But I feel like minorities, period, are completely Mm -hmm. taken advantage of when it comes to financial services, um, be it investing, life insurance, um, because let's be honest, that industry is run by people that don't often look like us. They definitely don't look like me. They're pale, stale, and male. Okay. And so (laughs) um, with that being said, I just have gotten really passionate about not only educating um, us about financial concepts that we are not taught in school but also the implementation of said concepts it's you know what the generational curses can we just talk about that that are passed down you know from generation into generation it's alcoholism obesity you know the health issues it's financial you know issues that go on um, that it's mm-hmm. time for that stuff to be broken. Everybody's talking about being woke, and it's like, come on now. Like, let's the, <laughs> the real woke. It, it really starts with our pockets, and um, and Absolutely. so I break it down and I make it simple for people to understand. And I'm just me, you know. I used to try to change it up and try to look like everybody else and do it like everybody else. And listen, I'm just me. <laughs> like I can't, I can't be. Any- else but me so like some of the appointments there you go Talks that i have with people you know they either you get it or you don't but i think people read through my intentions, so i'm kind of like a hood Susie woman so yeah
0: i love it i (laughs) love that so why why do you think there is such a lack of knowledge when it comes to financial literacy with amongst minorities why is that a conversation that's not being had oh
1: because no one was having with our parents and no one was having it mm. with their parents. And what's passed, mm-hmm. oh, we passed stuff down, all right. It's just passed down, like, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, right, you know.
0: right. It's like we're taught that money, it's its uh, its almost like a Absolutely. bad thing. Like, it's not, we don't know how to use it as a tool. Absolutely. This is um, such a scarcity mindset.
1: Such a scarcity mindset mm-hmm. where, you know, and it, it makes sense if you think of, like, where we were where we've come from so it makes sense for us mm-hmm. to like hold on to everything that we have because we don't know where the next meal is coming from we don't know you know so i get it you know but um right. i feel like now with the internet the internet has just made it so easy to like there's no excuses anymore right like they're yeah. all like yeah. it, it just leveled the playing field and so now it's just kind of like come on we just got to do better especially in the age of social media it just i think it's putting the the action behind it and the activity okay. and it's enough of that like stunting on these hoes type situation on social media <laughs> and let's actually right. like, attain something um so it's just gotcha. it's us having more of those conversations that's all
0: gotcha 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 now already in your bio you mentioned that you grew up poor oh yeah now is this now is that type of security is that uh, one of the reasons why you went into the financial sector? <laughs>
1: nope. Or,
0: mm, <laughs> you know what? Okay.
1: Um, let me tell you why I, I thought about When I was in high school, you know, at first I wanted to be, um, I, I love biology, I love science, and I love mm-hmm. math, okay? And so, okay. Um, you know, we had Mr. Huckabee, okay? And right, he right. called me doctor. He's like, Dr., <laughs> Dr. Kendall, doctor. I'm like, okay, bet, boom. Then, something happened I saw all this blood I was like oh wait that's not my life so I'm not going to be a doctor (laughs) and I remember um Pastor Mark that he was a stockbroker and I was like yo what do stockbrokers do and he you know just kind of hearing him talk about what they they did um, and like church or something like that. I was like, I think that's what I want to do. And so I had set out in my mind mm-hmm. that I was going to go to New York. I was going to work in the world trade center. I was going to be like, you know, this big boss lady, you know, uh, making moves in the stock, stock industry or finance industry with shoulder pads on and shit. Like I had it all planned out. <laughs> like oh Murphy. Okay, Brown that face. was I was a total Murphy Brown up in this bitch. Like, uh, but you know, like I had my heels on during the day, but then when it, at night put the sneakers on, got the heels in my bag, shoulder pads rocking. Okay, hell in, working hard <laughs> too far. Who's hailing that cab? It's Kendall. Okay. Um, but God had a completely different plan or maybe it was my hormones that did because I ended up having my daughter and that kind of went <laughs> on all of that right and so um, mm-hmm. but no so to, to answer your question my life took a totally different you know turn I wasn't thinking about finance at all it was like motherhood just keeping a job you know uh, but when I was re- introduced to the industry reintroduced to the industry it, and it's funny how life comes around full circle Yes. Ugh, it, it's yes, so it funny. I was reintroduced. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I have wanted to do this when I was like so young. And um
0: And you know Oh sorry, no, that's ahead.
1: okay. I just did it. So it just it was great.
0: And you know what? That's what I call glimpses. Mm. You know how when you have glimpses when you're when you're growing up, when you think about the different times in your life when you're coming up, and then later on in life, it's like like you said, it comes around full circle. Do you when you were a kid? Do you remember any other glimpses like that? Like, you knew you were going to go into something that, well, involved math, involved, you know, things like that? Um, I think I,
1: you know, the things that I always knew about myself as a kid is that I always knew I was going to be dope as fuck. (laughs) <laughs> right. As general as that sounds, <laughs> right? It's like really, like sound <laughs> more. No, nope, that's pretty much it. I know I gonna... that's pretty much it.
0: That's it. Right. I'm just gonna be fabulous. I don't know what
1: else to tell you, and I'm totally embodying all of that. But no, um really, I always, I always knew I was gonna be married. Like it was no option. I knew, like, I'm gonna be married. I'm gonna have a successful family. Like, um, okay. I just, I knew I was gonna have. A child, or you know, or kids at some point, but I thought it would be later on down the line. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so much fun making them, right? <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but it is, it is. A, and then you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, what's it? Oh, oh, something. Oh, whoa, something. damn, I forgot that I part. Something. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm keeping this. Okay, this is awesome. <laughs> so, forever. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, they don't go away. Oh, bet. All right, nope. this is exciting. Horse nope. correction. So, um, but no, I think I've always you known I was gonna be a family person. I was gonna um, be really awesome super successful yeah. and i had like a mogul situation like what i love and i am sure you feel this too is that um like i'm still growing and developing so much and there's like so much more to my story yeah. like i feel it you know um but damn don't Absolutely. these millennials make you feel like cuz we're we're elder millennials i don't know if you know this but don't these we're <laughs> zennials like, we
0: are zennials
1: okay yes millennials okay feeling like i'm like just standing still, okay, in this second marathon. Like, what are they doing? Like, they're killing it, so,
0: but I'm... They are, we are killing it because, you know, we have, we are Xennials. We had the best of both worlds. We had the best of, you know, the retro 90s. Everything that these kids are calling retro now, we had the opportunity to experience it for the first time. And on top of that, we have, we're have we the first generation to actually experience the internet. We are. When the internet started making it really big, mm-hmm. we got the chance to actually experience that. I got that off of our uh, somebody I follow on Instagram and I was like you know what that is, that is so, so true, true bitch. So they,
1: wh- they didn't have no AOL CD okay with 25 plus I'm, <laughs> we got sued by fucking line Wire, Jeff and I yeah what?
0: yes we got
1: sued because his brother was living with us and fucking downloading music illegally and so I was a stay-at-home what? mom and um at the time girl get a knock on the door knock 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 who is it it's the fucking sheriff serving us with papers They like Sony was suing us like uh, <sighs> any major record label was suing us for copyright infringement yep
0: get yep. out of here oh my god yep. So
1: yeah that was serious that whole download and leave it leave it to Jeff ass like to, to uh fucking yeah. you know it be on him and like the news knew about it because it was only like a few people in the state what? this dude downloaded so much music he downloaded so much music Ill- illegally that they came after us like really
0: yeah that's a lot of fucking mm-hmm. music. <laughs> yeah, they were trying it's to do lot. like
1: $10,000 for copyright infringement. So it was going to be like $500,000. Um, I Yes. We are like, um, we're in our 20s. So what
0: are we supposed to do with this?
1: <laughs> we're like, We have no money. Oh my God. Yeah. So That is
0: crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That
1: is crazy. It's crazy. So,
0: yeah. So... So, okay, so Jeff, for for those who don't know, Jeff is the father of your two Yes,
1: kids. that's a girl. That's why I was like, where do you want to take this interview? Because I got so much perspective. Like, half of my family okay. is white, you know, because my first husband was white. And then I have, right. uh, you know, my second husband, which we know and love, who, you know, he's currently gay. Or I don't think he puts himself in a box. But he, he was at Pride. So <laughs> like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what my side well, I mean, yeah. is. Um, <laughs> and so I've My mom is like a Buddhist. Like so, I'm just like, where Where do we want to take this? I own a business and grew up poor. Like my life is all over the place. So.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, well let's, let's let's take it from the top. So you're originally from Shy Town. Absolutely. Yes. How old? Yes. Yeah, so, um, how old were you when you uh moved to Atlanta? I was like eight. So like okay. I wanna
1: be from here, but you know how Atlantans are, AT aliens. They don't claim you. They're like, Did were you born in Grady? I'm like, Clearly that's not the only hospital in Georgia, but whatever. So,
0: <laughs> so I'm not I'm not one what? of them. Okay. I got you. I got you. I was I, I, I feel you. I have to consider myself um like a hybrid fruit (laughs) between and whatever an apple and a peach gives you that's what I would be because again having the best of both worlds I moved to Atlanta when I was 19 19, when I was 12 oh okay so you're like me yeah you know yeah, you know, a is transplant, but at the same time, that's pretty much where I, I grew up. Absolutely. You know, that's where I grew up. So you guys moved directly to Decatur, right? Uh, Yeah, it was like
1: Atlanta, Decatur. We moved around a lot. So, uh, but okay. yeah, that Atlanta, Decatur, where it's greater. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to the <laughs> East Side Hope. <laughs> East Side Hope.
0: So when how old were you when you started going to um
1: cathedral? i started cathedral in eighth grade and so oh yeah okay. i think that okay. makes me 13 i think i was like 13 or 12 i, w- I was pretty smart back okay. in the day so i graduated um like
0: early or something so i was young nice was it a bit of a culture shock for you moving down to Atlanta? So
1: absolutely shocked. it's so funny i was just talking about this to um I think my team or somebody, you know, I crack up and I was just telling them, like, coming from Chicago, like, you know, it was grit. Like, you, you know, you're fighting, the streets are rough, whatever. <laughs> and so I remember coming down to Atlanta and, like, somebody would do something in class. Like, they would be playing, like, tag or something. I'm like, oh, yo, square up. You know, like, I want to fight. It's like, oh, you know, she took my racer, Let's jump her. You know, like, it was... And I'm so
0: little. Simmer like, down, cat.
1: Serious. I remember this chick, me and my friend, um, my first friends here were Alice and Sonny. Shout out to my, my, my first friends, Alice and Sonny. Uh-huh. And I remember me and Marcel, that's my brother, our bikes got stolen. Mm-hmm. So I was mm. like in second grade. And uh, I'm going to call out the chick that stole my bike because I know she's going to hear this one day, all right? But her name
0: is Asia.
1: <laughs> Asia, I know it was you, okay, from Leslie J. Still. It would
0: be Asia to steal your bike. Asia,
1: okay. <laughs> but anyway, so I rolled up on the playground. I'm with Alex and Sunny. I'm like, yo, that's my bike. they like, how you know? I'm like, yo, it's a scratch on the seat. I know it's my bike. Like, that's a, a key indicator. Okay, identify like right. that's my bike. And so I'm like, yo, we right. got a jumper. Like, we have no option. We got a jumper. <laughs> yo, we I make a plan and everything to jump this girl. Now, I could have got her by myself, but she was fat. I'm just going to put it out there. She was a little big bonnet, okay? You see me. I'm like Mighty Mouse. I'm little. <laughs> okay. So I was like, we got a jumper. Alice and Sunny fucking left me. And uh, I didn't get yeah, oh, so I didn't get to get my bike back, and I forever hold that over her head. I'm like, I should have known that. Like, I can't even fuck with y'all like that. Y'all not loyal. But we still, we still friends. I still, like, I still mess with Alex and Sunny, but I every chance I get, I hang that over their head. You're not loyal.
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> every time you go out, remember that time. <laughs> Seriously, you got to buy me um... a drink.
1: No, see, every time I go out, I'm telling somebody like, Listen, we're supposed to beat this bitch up. She stole my bike. These things left me. Bought a, bought a monkey bar they left me okay and my, i never got my bike you got you have a lifetime open Absolutely, tab. absolutely. That's absolutely. So, but that's to answer your question that's that's that chicago like coming over it was hard for me to transition uh everybody was so nice here or whatever like that or that fake nice. yeah um and yeah. i i'm not used that, to that's that that's
0: your heart nice
1: yeah and I, I wasn't used to that and it's still it's, it's still uh being raised by midwest parents I'm still gritty, you know. I'm. That's why I yeah. consider myself definitely like a dirty, tough skin, bittersweet Georgia peach or something like that. Because I, I can be sweet, but mm. God leaves it. Uh, you, you know, it's just it's, I got bite.
0: <laughs> I got bite. I feel you. I <laughs> feel you. I feel you. So, okay, so you mentioned Marcel. So you have two brothers, mm-hmm. right? Marcel and Marcel. Yes, Marcel and Marcel. How are they doing? Those are my snuggles.
1: They're doing amazing. Okay, Martin.
0: It is amazing that your
1: niece looks just like, like you. Like, what? That is what crazy to, what. Like, to me. Like, what is that? Like, she literally jacked my face. She looks more like me than my actual children. So. Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> so, that's perfect. She literally stole my face. I love it. because, And I dreamt about her. I knew she was coming. Like, I had a dream that i had jaden and then the doctors told me like oh you know i wasn't feeling well Went to the hospital they said oh we left the baby inside of you and then and then she came out and like then it fast forwarded and and, like they were like four years old and she looked just like me i was like oh great he's having a girl and like she looks just like that today so you know that god giving me kind of like a warning like yeah i hijacked her face and made your niece
0: Oh my goodness. That is amazing how much she looks like you. How
1: are they doing? They're doing so great. Um, she's in New York, actually. So she lives in New York with her mom. Um nice.
0: And she's super
1: artistic. She's a freaking entrepreneur. She has like a couple of businesses. I think she sells Slime now. Um, she probably has some employees now, knowing my niece. Like, she's <laughs> like Steve Jobs, like, you know, Scout Talent and shit. So she's totally a business owner. Um, and then nice. my son, he's uh, just plotting, or my, my son, Marshawn, uh, he's plotting, like, uh, global, you know, domination or whatnot through uh, uh-huh. through the IT field. So he's doing really good. Um, okay. Yeah, he's a professional gamer, too.
0: So that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Professional gamer? Yeah, he's a professional gamer. Like, that's a thing. That is a thing. That's... They, they <laughs> get thing. sponsorships. I didn't know this. This is the whole world. They get sponsorships. Get out of here! So he goes and he he's like featured in magazines and goes and competes. And he, stuff yes, like that. Or he goes and he
1: competes. Wow! And um, I think his uh game of choice or his his poison that he's picked is um, <laughs> what is that? Uh Street Fighter.
0: So, I love that Hello. game. Yes, I not, love who's that your game. Character? Who is your character? My ca- I love. Ryu, ryu
1: or yeah. Ru, whatever yeah i think yes. it's right I, I love him. <laughs> Sp- Sp- yeah. it yep i you yep that's us yes, <laughs> I love yes. yeah that's us. i love I ryu and
0: tunley of course yeah like she's like the girl version tunley yeah. would get you you gotta love mm-hmm. you gotta. you know what in the newer ones in the in the newer um versions of Street Fighter, they don't have a lot of the characters. Like Blanca. Remember Blanca? Blanca ain't there? He's not on there. That's crazy. No! I refuse to hear that. That's crazy. I'm like, where's M. Bison? I think, I don't know if Bison is there. I was kind of tight. That's I crazy.
1: Tight. Who do they have? <laughs> it's not even worth it. Like, I don't know.
0: And it's... What do we feel about
1: all these remakes that are coming out, too, of all this stuff from back in the day? Know. Yeah.
0: Again, we had the best of both worlds yeah. being Xennials. We did. We really, really did. We did. Because creativity is you know, really the a thing.
1: Like, I like Charm. Right. And I was so excited because I just found out like, <laughs> Charm was on Netflix. I was like, oh shit, it's super lit. Went <laughs> ahead and made a Facebook status about it because that's how excited I was. Okay? You gotta get on Facebook. Talk yes. About it. Facebook yes. party. There they said that there's a new Charm coming out. It's a reboot. I'm like, wait, what? Like, can we just... What? So...
0: Leave some things it's alone. It's sacred, dude. It's sacred. Just just leave it alone I miss you know what I miss about the 90s more than anything what else what do you miss T T G I F. oh my goodness
1: gracious I
0: miss that we live for okay. that but what about the we Saturday morning like hang time and do you remember Ghost Rider Tell me remember Ghost Rider. I remember Ghost Rider. Yeah. I do remember Ghost Rider. I remember when uh when Degrassi was wholesome. Mm. Okay, it wasn't this this 90210, <laughs> this X-rated 90211. a situation bullshit. that's happening. <laughs> like kids will never know it's today. Like, they will never know. Yeah. They will never that's know. So sad. Are you close to your siblings?
1: Oh, absolutely. I talked to Marcel. Like, me and Marcel, we're closer in age, so we have more of that kind of, like, um, friendship dynamic. Mm -hmm. And I have that with Marshawn, too. It's so funny how age plays a part, but I think my relationship dynamic with him is more like um, a sister-mother to him. Okay. Um, And my dynamic with Marcel is that um, I'm just better than him, so... No, I'm <laughs> I just, I had to just say that because we compete all the time I'm like yeah so clearly I'm just a favorite so I don't know what the relationship
0: dynamic is with that. Hi mom <laughs> but, but as far as okay so you know oh, and everybody hates Chris right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he says this thing he says if you have more kids than parents one of those kids is going to end up raising their siblings Absolutely. And I'm like that is so true that is so mean that is so true if you have more kids than parents guess what when are you guys gonna raise them outnumbered that Um, is
1: funny that's so my daughter christina too uh she's she's so freaking
0: incredible and
1: yeah she Uh definitely helped a lot well kyla helped a lot too
0: they're just good they're just all around good christina she's in college now can you believe i had a kid i have a kid in college like what is that yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I'm not old enough wow. for this shit. You're not old enough for this shit. No. Yeah. But, so, okay, so going back to being a teenage mom. Yes. When it got real for you, what did that, what was your, what did your life look like around that time? Like, what were you doing to support yourself? Where were you living? Um. First off, I want to give a huge
1: shout out to Jeff. He was awesome okay. when it came to just the pro- providing um, because mm. I didn't know what to do for the first two years that I had Christina honestly I was I, don't, I wasn't diagnosed with postpartum depression but I'm pretty sure that's what I had and um, I was mm. literally waiting for her real mom to come pick her up I'm like looking at the watch like eh, any day now <laughs> like who trusted it was <laughs> right. an actual human um, to watch and right. so it was a disconnect there um, and to speak quite wow. honestly about parenting um, because I don't think people actually go into it. We have this fantasy world about how mothering is and stuff and how you should feel and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Right. Let's get real about the fucking emotions, at least for me. Um, I I right. love all of my children. But that uh, having Christina um, was very difficult for me in the sense that, like, I felt like my life got robbed, you know, and it just became about... Wow. Uh, being a mom and you know this other life and I was still a kid I was 17 when I had her you know I was about to turn 18 that next month um I loved school and so the fact that I wasn't able to go and and it I was so depressed oh my god I was so depressed Mm. and um so that was really hard that was a hard pill for me to swallow to watch like all my friends going off to college and I'm like i'm looking like these motherfuckers don't even love college like they don't even love school like i love school you know what i'm saying and so more than anything i think that's what really um that that plagued me for a while and just not having an identity anymore could you imagine losing your identity like i was so dope in school like and you know it was like yeah so yeah it was like you know i thrived in that that um smaller environment but I was so great in school I felt and then all of that just vanished it was like oh man Kendall has so much potential wow look what she could have been and it was just like oh okay moving right along and it was like I was like a, a ghost and I was watching everybody else around me live their life that shit was hard
0: it was hard it took years wait, wait, to get hold on. That. wait hold on hold on go to a place where you have a stronger signal because you're going in and out
1: oh wow really because I'm I
0: don't know. Sitting,
1: sitting in the same place
0: um it's on my wi-fi yeah because i don't you you you're all the way up with your with your bars
1: (laughs) I well no i'm actually on I i talk on wi-fi but maybe my wi-fi is acting crazy can you hear me okay now
0: i can hear you okay it's just from time to time it goes in and out and i really don't want to miss anything okay that's um let me see if
1: i i'm gonna go downstairs how about that i'm gonna get okay on the, the east the east wing of my home. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> me? Are you going to take this are you going to take the segue or are you just going to I'm, walk? um I'm actually
1: gonna take the uh the the elevator. Um just kidding. I um I don't have that. <laughs> I'm gonna take this bear. <laughs> 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 Damn it. <laughs> I'm so basic. <laughs> Oh my god! I, like I feel like there's an echo. Is there echo down here in my my house? Because I do I do have hardwood floors. Okay, so oh ooh. okay, stunt on them. one
0: okay. on i on get in the closet. I'ma get
1: in the closet. Okay,
0: get in the closet. That's See, the that's the another place.
1: thing that uh, the people from these new kids and have. That R. Kelly and Mr. Biggs trapped in the closet song. <laughs> <laughs> they will, because this is a This is a show about music too. He talk about that.
0: This is Mr. B. How you doing, Mr. B? <laughs>
1: okay, where do you need
0: to go? No, when he sings "Shut Up," that part always gets me. It does.
1: That part always
0: it's the gets best me. best
1: part. <laughs> but thought I told the ass to get to walking. <laughs> your audience is gonna be like this is the worst interview because they're literally just sharing inside jokes (laughs) the entire time i apologize in advance
0: but but mr but mr biggs i mean mr biggs and r kelly that was a big part of high school (laughs) it was
1: this is mr biggs how you doing what the hell is going on
0: what you mean what's going on (laughs) kelly's telling me Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> craziness. I apologize.
1: If you craziness.
0: Oh my God. You were talking about <laughs> losing your identity when you became a mom at such a young age. And because for me, I was 21 when I had no I was 20 when I had my daughter. Mm -hmm. So that's on it's it's a three-year difference. Yeah, 17 versus 20, but I can totally understand where you come from because at such a young age, you're plagued, not plagued. I don't want to say plagued, that's a bad word. But you're given such a large responsibility. Mm. And you're not, you don't really quite know how to deal with that kind of responsibility when you're trying to be an adult yourself. Girl, I'm 36 and, like, and I'm still going through puberty. Hello. Still going through it's puberty. It's like for me, it's like my, it's like having three little sisters sometimes. That's Definitely. what it is for me sometimes. I feel like these are my siblings and I don't have to watch you because whatever, I can leave whenever I
1: want <laughs> It, you're absolutely right the conversation oh is completely gosh. different though when I hear the conversation that people who actually like um, dare I say waited to, to have their children that like they probably fucking like actually <laughs> plan their kids they're like oh we're trying you know like that conversation right that those parents have with their kids <laughs> is completely different than the dialogue that I have with mine it is a sister mother situation like we wear each other's it is. clothes like it. that is well, what yeah, it I, is.
0: I, I can't do that um, you know.
1: I'm, like, yeah, go I'm, ahead. I'm, go ahead, <laughs> one. On. Like, listen, <laughs> I'm up. I'm up in Forever 21. Okay, like, we're like we like, you like this blouse. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny though because we literally grew up together. Christina was my fucking road dog. Right. You know, like when I right. first had her, um, I moved. Jeff and I moved to Mississippi to Natchez, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and I was basically Ooh. a girl okay i felt like i was trapped in a bad rerun of any heat of the night <laughs> it was completely different and oh by the way uh if that wasn't bad enough my husband was fucking white so really oh. like really just add on the layers oh. and i'm seven hours away from all the people that like know and love me so it was extremely difficult and then oh i'm just i have this baby and so christina was like my world like she was legit yeah. like my everything um and just to see her now, like the age that she is now, I'm like, oh my God, that was me with her. When I went to her graduation this year, um, I'm sitting here crying because I'm like, I was pregnant with her, same age. She was, I, yeah. I'm graduating at 17 and she was, you know, in my belly, like six, seven months pregnant something like that. And I'm watching her go across the stage at 17. I'm just like, man, look at life. That's one of them full circle right. moments that you call like a glimpse. I'm just looking like, wow, you know, um, yeah. and to see. How like I'm? I'm just proud. I'm just really proud because you know a lot of people. You're 20 when you had your baby. I'm 17. Yes, I me. Mean, you know we're supposed to be written off. Like society's like, oh great, here you know right.
0: statistics. So, right. We're not supposed, <laughs> not supposed to make it. We're not supposed to make it. We're not supposed to make it. So what dreams did you defer when you became a mom at such a young age?
1: <sighs> Is this supposed to be a four hour
0: podcast cause it's about to, <laughs> cause it's about to well, get real well Christiana's is pretty much close to three, but you know uh, we're, no, not, we, we're I trying did, not well to, you know it
1: is yeah, a pitching not. contract so Christiana I'm coming for you boo okay um, go ahead and just go get you a sandwich or something Yasmin let me say about these dreams I put on a- home <laughs> first off I was supposed to be a background dancer with Missy Elliott okay <laughs> okay um but no oh my god <laughs> to be honest um it was the dream with the shoulder pads like I was I was <laughs> I was gonna be that bitch you know um just just rocking you know fucking wall street with my shoulder pads and my you know my sneakers on and my heels in my bag and making trades on the yeah. you know, on the floor um But I just, I always knew I was just going to be great. But it wasn't that I, I I didn't, I didn't give them up. I think it's just a new way of doing things. It's like the remix and, and, and whatever our plan is, God has such a bigger plan. Uh, The universe's plans are just way better. And so when I just, if I hadn't gone through all the stuff that I I went through with the teenage, you know, um, being a teenage mom, you know, mm-hmm. being married to like this white this white guy, going through the shit that I went through with Jeremiah, um, yeah, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have like the goals when I look at my goals and my dreams now, it's so different. It's not on a basic bitch shit. It's just like it's it's so awesome. So I'm really proud. Have you al- have you always had a, a a tight relationship with your mom? Um i would say i would say yes and no like it's it, it like i think we went through what most mothers and daughters kind of go through where it's kind of like you i you gotta let me go and be my own person you know type situation yeah. and so we went through that but we always cycle back around she and i share a birthday so it's kind of hard to get away you know like we always connected yeah. and i think i have even though we got that same birthday man we so different I think I'm a lot I have a lot of characteristics <laughs> of my father which probably drive her you know crazy you know like you just like your mm-hmm. daddy you know <laughs> so that's totally me um, yeah,
0: yeah but yeah my mom is my road dog that's cool how was your mom around the time when you got pregnant Yeah.
1: oh can I say that bleep <laughs> that out please I'm a I'm a role model now um <laughs> Um, (laughs) she was like any mom would be that was like you know it it was completely different and she's apologized you know to me because of how she reacted and what things were then but we were let's be honest like for all intents and purposes like that where we were was like a fucking cult like it had some cult like tendencies and so um, with that being said she was all enthralled in that and so Mm. it was It was a very religious um type reaction to it but the other reaction to it was one of um just a mom who saw so much potential in her baby girl you know that i was valedictorian and president of student council and you know cheerleading and like all the sports all the things that i had going for me i had a fucking scholarship to that school you know so she's just like yeah. what are you doing like i had just gotten accepted to nyu like what you doing what are you doing wow. so it was like so much disappointment and um uh, i thought about abortion i couldn't go through with it i thought about yeah. adoption and i couldn't go through with it so then it's like what's the only right. option do you have you fucking made your bed you lying in, it, and you raise a dope ass kid and so that's what i made my decision to do but my mom, she reacted like any mom, I think, in her shoes and with her life experiences would have.
0: And so I don't hold it yeah. against
1: her or anything like that. Like, my mom is the, the freaking best, man.
0: Do you ever feel like you failed your mom? Or have you ever felt like that?
1: Um, Gollies, that's... Ooh, Oprah. <laughs> hold on. Oprah? Okay. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, that's uh, right. <laughs> you get a hard question you get a hard question you um, get a hard question do I feel like I failed my mom I'm sure there's times like right now no yeah. but um, I'm sure there's times that I, I've, I've felt like that you know just going back um, that I've been on some like loser shit and just yeah I definitely can say that that I have but now I don't I don't feel that way I feel like she um I I feel like she's proud of me so um mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm certain she is yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna make her I'm proud certain she is. Prouder.
0: Yeah. So. do you ever see your mom in you when you're parenting absolutely you
1: know I have parents mm. like you know um you say the same things that your your parents uh said over the years or whatever like that like you know, uh, go wash the dishes. And it's like, I'm tired, mommy. Like, if you don't wash those dishes, I'm gonna wash your butt, you know, that type like <laughs> it does make any sense. But you're saying it, you know, that whole cause I said so. Like my mom is like um extremely old school because she was raised by her grandmother. Like I look up to my mom a lot. It, it's so funny, like yeah. I don't know if you feel this way, but now that I'm I'm older and I'm a mom and I'm, I'm going through it like and my mom shares stories with me about how she grew up. The amount of respect and admiration that I have for her because I'm like damn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know like um.
0: Oh yeah. She
1: had a lot of a lot of stuff going against her and um, the strides that she made and sacrifices that she made to get us even just moved out of Chicago. Chicago was fucking yeah. terrible. My cousin had just got murdered before I had um wow. uh, rates the murder she was like 12 before we oh just moved God. down here and my mom was you know just hell-bent on getting us out of that environment that's huge you know um yeah. when other other people would be like "Oh, you'll be back verita you know that's crazy you look at look at Vernita dreaming big oh she gonna move to atlanta you know she thinks she better than us like
0: mm. and
1: she, she went through all of that so my mom is the goat she's amazing um Yes. Yeah. Yes, she is. Oh, very Bonita. Okay. <laughs> or as Brandon says, Hey Miss Bonita I'm Like listen <laughs> I'll check your tone. I don't like how you coming at my mom, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your dad, did you lost your dad a few years I back? I did. Right? It's been about
1: five years or so. Oh,
0: that was bae. Uh yeah, yeah my dad is. I know. I know okay. how that goes. I lost my dad when I was 18, just after I turned 18. I lost Ooh, my dad. Oh, I can imagine. When I was a freshman, Oh, my year. God, I cannot
1: imagine. Ooh, that, man. What?
0: Is, that was something.
1: What, what is it? The, the, the girls and their dads, man. Like, I love my mama, but it's just my dad is that. <laughs>
0: That's my dude like what you doing that my
1: that my daddy <laughs> that, my daddy is my dad.
0: <laughs> you know he's just they just treat you with such adoration yeah. you know what I mean like I knew my father adored him. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean that's what it is it's the adoration that they have for you. it's like I don't know of any other man that can replicate that like I know I know my husband loves me but he will never adore me right my <laughs> a, girl you speaking <laughs> some real stuff
1: I'm just he is some big shoes to feel when it comes to that like we just buy oh, yeah. so hard. Like my sense of humor I always tell I'm like an infomercial, mm-hmm. you know, if if you like Kendall, you'll love Paul, you know, like <laughs> um, cause I just I'm him, you know. So my laugh yeah. is even his laugh. People hear me and they're like, Oh God, you are oh, you just like you just like your dad and I'm like, Yep, that's me. So um wow.
0: that, what did he die of?
1: Um Alcoholism, you know, that oh, fucking wow. generational curse. I think it was um what is it uh congestive heart failure terrible way to see someone pass too it was um we had had conversations like about the whole Dr. Kevorkian thing and like hey baby girl Mm. you know slip me a cocktail let me tell you when you you love your loved ones like I I, if I could have I would I hated seeing them like that I hated seeing them like that you know and so it's just no way for uh people to check out just you know just wither away man but he was so dope. He was like the most lovable asshole you'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's like, how are you insulting me? But I just want uh, to... No, I, oh, I love you. I love you. Such a dick. But wow. <laughs>
0: that was my dad. So now you see what we're like. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's funny. He was in Chicago or... Between at uh, or, yeah, when where he
1: passed he? away he was in chicago he actually moved back and um okay. he remarried and everything like that shout out to my stepmom and my stepsisters okay. um and you know so i love them they, they extended family and everything like that so yeah i like all of them i think yeah. i think i was probably like 15 or 14 or something like that when he,
0: he remarried okay okay that's cool yeah I I inherited three uh, step-siblings while my mom remarried. Oh, okay. I was about 10.
1: So how is that? Yeah, I was 10 how, while my mom Are you mom guys remarried. close now? Like, is that in Atlanta?
0: That's, are they here? They, um, yeah. Well, okay. So I have a brother in New York. I have a brother in Atlanta. I have a step-brother in Africa. I have 2 stepsisters step-sisters in Florida. And I have a sister in Atlanta. Wow. You <laughs> so, got her yeah so now. there were seven of us total yeah there was seven of us total and I hate to be like my stepsister because I'm like those are my right. sisters you know what I mean those are my sisters so right. they're in um in Florida in two different parts of Florida and stuff so we we had a hectic house yeah. my mom originally had four so it was always a hectic house it was always noise it was always music it was always that, laughter it was always so much somebody fun, fighting <laughs> it was it was fun it was fun and it was like You know, we grew up from the school of hard knocks, too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't realize that until you become an adult and be like, yo, we was on some, yo, we was thugging it out. Like, for real. (laughs) New York. For real. (laughs) We were thugging it out. When did you realize that you were poor? Or that you grew up for? Uh,
1: yeah, I realized that shit.
0: Very young. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted a trapper keeper. Why can't I like, have a
1: trapper keeper? you get a notebook, okay? You're going to get this composition book. It's black and white. And I'm like, but my friend got this Lisa Frank. No. Sit your whole ass down. We ain't got it. Well, okay. Um.
0: You are putting book covers. You're going to use a newspaper for the news book. Time. Paper Cupboards. and some freaking paper
1: bags, okay? The brown yes, and you better decorate it you with know, your crayons. <laughs> we were sucking it out. You know what? There was there were so instances where I knew I was poor as hell. Um so <laughs> growing up when we lived in Chicago, we was poor, okay. And so we had to stay uh-huh. with my grandmother and my cousins who were poor too. Like we think we all poor. But we had a car. I don't. For some reason, I feel like they had a car. But they had like Jordans and stuff, and we was wearing pro wings. And so, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, made fun of us. Me and my brother. and They was like, "Did you? Did you get some fries with those wings?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, I knew we were poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it was this echo throughout my child- my my childhood, like um we had a car we called the Batmobile because the uh-huh. door didn't work, <laughs> so we had <laughs> and then you had to roll down a window and hop out, and so like I, I my mom and dad would like park around the corner, you know for us to hop out of the uh-huh. car like. <laughs> and they would make it like it was fun or something, but nigga, you know, we hopping out of a car like why everybody, else, why everybody else gonna just open their door, you know. That I think that car was Betsy or something like that, Betty. Um we always had a, oh, a you We always had a hoop team.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, we, we was on yeah. that same portion, like and my mom tried and see, but you know, dad having issues and stuff like that we just never we never kept money like that so that became the norm mm. and it's crazy I was talking to my team about this how the mind is such a beautiful thing it's such a beautiful complex thing where your mind can get acclimated to any kind of environment and become comfortable after a matter yeah. of time and just that's the norm now yeah you know, and so that's what it was to be that's like true. in poverty. And, you know, so we look at other people and say, oh my God, how can they live in those conditions? And you like, we was used to it. That's what we had.
0: Okay, you grind, it, you out. grind
1: it, out.
0: You yeah, so, it out. Yeah, grind it out. Yeah, so
1: yeah. You talk about when that I know it was poor. Uh, how about when I moved to Atlanta? It was the the whole Lisa Frank stickers. Everybody got like LA gears or some shit with like you know, yeah, like their shoes lighting up. And I only got that, you know. Or um, and we went. There was a program here. I don't know if you were. I don't think you were here during this time. But there was a program called M to M, where they would. It was my um minority to majority. So you would send minorities, so black people, to, yes. to white people.
0: Do you remember that? Yes, okay. I remember. Yo, as a, I'm sorry. I don't no, you're control, fine. But real quick, as a parent, now when you see those programs, it means a whole. No, it has a whole Dude. other meaning to you now, Dude. as an adult. You'd be like, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's like some whole. What What was that, Ruby? The
1: the the story that we used to read. I I can't remember it. Uh, Ruby, Ruby Bridges. Bridges story shit, <laughs> in the '90s, like what? Yeah. You know, yes. It's going on in our time so like it took me- it in the south. In so the south. Hard. Yes. and So then they had like a white flight. So the school that I went to, I went to Pine Ridge yep. Elementary, dude. And so now that's a mm. Pine Ridge Elementary right now probably got gangs all up and through it. But it was a white <laughs> school when I went there. And so you talk about knowing you oh, yeah, were living on the rough side of town. My mom put us in the fucking lottery yeah. to do the M to M program. But thank God they they picked us. That changed how yeah. one simple decision changes the trajectory of your life. Because
0: absolutely my mom
1: wanted us to move down here so bad to get us out of chicago because she grew up around like the ghetto the hood and so when she went into working into corporate america she wasn't comfortable being around white people and so that mm. was a big deal for her she was like she didn't make eye contact with them and she said i don't want my kids to be like that so when she moved us down right. here, you know at that time atlanta was popping for black people it was like a mecca you know and they still live yeah but um she, you know, I, I was exposed to white people. Girl, I didn't think nothing different. I'm like, oh Becky, hey, run up on me again, Becky is gonna be a problem. They gonna catch these hands, you know, because I told you I had just came from Chicago, I was fresh off the boat. So I was trying to fight everybody up spicy. But fast forward, look, look at how it worked. My first husband was white. Right. My kids biracial. Like you can't get more yeah. comfortable with white people than that. And so okay. it, it, it worked, you know. Just that one decision that she made—that my kid's not gonna have this inferiority complex when it comes to white people—and damn
0: it, that's definitely the case. So. There you go. So you mentioned you experienced um, racial divide. So, like, did that happen like amongst your family? Like the uh, your. your um... Oh yeah! Now. Nah. Jeff's side of the family or that was just like when you were in Natchez, Mississippi? Well, definitely Natchez, Mississippi. it's
1: okay. It's a okay. um a A lot of that was with uh, Mississippi. My, my family was dope. My family's dope as fuck. Okay. Like my family, first great. off, they never thought Jeff was white anyway because he, he got so dark when he tanned and the way his hair was. they like, I don't care what you say, that boy got some black in him. That's the, I, don't, I don't care what you say. She, she bringing her mixed boyfriend over here. I'm like, he's white. But, um, <laughs> and he does get the, I don't know the verdict said out there I, I ask his que- his, uh, his parents questions all the time but anyway um <laughs> the real racism and racial divide that I experienced was in Natchez because you get it from both sides people don't think about that I experience it now because you know I still date outside my race you know it's right. not a problem um I, I got me right. a black out. now okay but um <laughs> but I I i think how it happened then was i'm getting in front of white people because of course they looked at that that wasn't the norm first off we're in a, a small town if you gonna see an interracial couple because it was like five interracial couples we all linked up at the walmart if you're gonna see an interracial <laughs> couple it's gonna be a, a black man with a white chick that was the norm yeah so to see a black yeah. girl with a well-to-do in their opinion white guy then they looking like yo. What the fuck is this? Like it was, it was outside the okay. norm. So I got it from the white people real hard when I have Christina. You know, I'm chocolate. So my daughter is pure right. mulatto. You know, so right. <laughs> they like, what's, what the heck is going on here? And then from the black people, bruh, oh my god.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: get, you know, you think you better than us? I'm like, no, dude. Like, oh, she thinks she better because she got a white husband. I'm like, I, I can't stand him. Just like you can't stand your husband. It don't matter what color they are. <laughs> like, he get on my nerves. just what your husband get on your nerves? Like, I. I, right. The funny thing about it, yeah, I me, mean, I never even thought about Jeff being white. People put so much um, emphasis on it. Jeff was just Jeff to me. The only time when I yeah. really started to feel the the racist part is when, you know, we started moving around outside of Decatur where it wasn't okay. cool for us to be how we were. And then you start right. experiencing the real world and then you, you see, like, oh, this isn't, you know, this isn't popular. Um, gotcha. We loved each other, but I think uh, social pressures, uh, fucked us up a lot and we were too young to handle it and so
0: was that the demise of you you guys absolutely
1: marriage? oh my god absolutely really? that we were and too being too young it was too young um
0: and how old were you when you got married 18 girl we, we went
1: and we went and eloped and the guy who married us we were in um Tennessee, the guy who married us, he had a glass eye. That shit was leaking the entire ceremony. It was hilarious. Oh my god! I was cracking up the entire ceremony. That was a sign. Yeah, it was a sign. Talk about an <laughs> omen. A glimpse. <laughs> okay, bitch. I'm trying to let you know it's not gonna work. Okay, you. His 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 tears. I'm crying. Yes. I'm crying. His tears coming down, <laughs> just leaking is like the amount you're going to be crying tears for all the time that you're married. Get get out. Run, get out! Oh. And I was like, "No!" He's just really excited for us, and his eye is infected
0: because it's glass. Oh God! So I saw another sim- similarity that you said that corporate world wasn't for you. Uh-uh. And it's it's never been for me. I've never been a type to be like, yeah, I'm gonna climb that corporate ladder again. Not job shaming, but that's just never been my God style. Building. And so, you said I mentioned it, it mentions in your bio that you got fired from just about Man. every job. <laughs> year. I even got fired Go.
1: from the same job <laughs> twice. Man, my dumbass went back. I went back. Fire me again. I was like, all right. That's a sign Like one time I fired I fired myself. Like I went for lunch, never came back. They probably still like what is this bitch clock? Yep, never came back. Jeremiah was like, what are you doing? Home? I was like, listen. <laughs> they, they try to kill me. They trying to kill my soul. you like, bitch, we
0: need money. <laughs> money oh my goodness girl so wait what what, what was the worst of the it? the
1: worst of it let me tell you what they did yes it's so many oh this is because <laughs> i need to let my homeboy hear
0: this but um
1: the first time they fired me from a job okay the, the um because mm-hmm. they fired me twice is one job but the first time they fired <laughs> me this is so funny so it was a the guy, the, the CEO, whatever like that, him and the COO, they wives had birthdays around Christmas. So I was the office manager. He's like, yo, Kendall, I need you to do this party for my wife, for our wives, whatever, it's a big deal. It's our annual Christmas party slash birthday party. So I'm like, "Bet I got it. They like, we want at this Brazilian restaurant. I'm like, I got you, okay? Like I'm telling them, I got it. So I hit up the restaurant. I'm like, yo, I need to make these reservations. The restaurant said, Oh, you can just come through. Like when I Googled the restaurant ever, because I think it was Google or search engine, you know, they, mm-hmm. it was a long time ago, but they say, yeah, like I, it looked like a piece of shit, like hole in the wall place. I was like, listen, their wish is my command. If they want to have it at this place, who am I? It, the restaurant had like a basic ass Brazilian name, like Lario or something like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting here like, okay, cool. I don't need a reservations. Bet. So it comes the day of, I'm like, you know, dressed, but I'm not fancy. These niggas have on like ball gowns and shit. Like they ready. What? And I'm like, oh, okay. Like they was fancy. And so I'm late, and the the owner is calling, calling, calling my phone. And like I pull up to the curb, you know, I'm riding with my manager, Shotty. Oh, he pulled the door open, Yazzy, before the car even stopped. He like, yo. They saying they ain't got a reservation under our name. Like, where what's the reservation? Girl, the building we in front of is a totally different building. I was like, I ain't never seen that building before oh in my life. Oh my <laughs> I God. Like, I was like, oh
0: my God.
1: <laughs> oh, this El Rio <laughs> oh, no. So long story short, we don't get to um eat at the place at all because they're clearly booked, and it's oh Christmas. God. So the boss like, "Yo, y'all meet me. Y'all go eat wherever y'all want, cause I done fucking ruined it for everybody." Uh, we meet back at the office at two o'clock in a con, and uh, you know whatever. So everybody come back. I mean, not two o'clock, but like in two hours. I was pissed. It was a simple mistake. So I walk up in the office and after two hours. This nigga's is like, "Hey, everybody, come in the conference room." Girl, tell me why this nigga proceed to go through a PowerPoint presentation to let everybody know that I ain't shit. I ain't gonna be shit. What? Okay, he had fucking uh, what is it? Transitions and shit like animations. I'm like, Danny, how long you been working on <laughs> <at> this PowerPoint? <laughs>
0: basically. What was in the PowerPoint?
1: Oh, it basically was talking about like how I was a loser. Like it was the most uncomfortable like moment ever. No. Yes, I'm not playing. So he didn't fire me then. He waited a couple of days later, had me clean out the storage room. Everybody I was talking about this Christmas bonus that we get. And so I was like, oh, I didn't buy my kids nothing. Cause I'm like, yo, got this Christmas bonus. Girl, are the
0: little
1: storage room, spent hours, came in they, and I, I thought they was bringing me in to give me the envelope for my Christmas bonus. They fired my ass. I-
0: Oh shit.
1: I wept. Like it wasn't like a, a, a cry. Like it was a weeping, I can't see the road because my thing was I have nothing for my kids for Christmas. Christmas is like a week or so away and wow. I, I brought them nothing let me tell you how god works through fucking family i want to say mm. jeremiah and maybe his parents and dale and it, they all you know worked and, and got my kids stuff because i had nothing planned i was banking on getting that you know five hundred dollars is a lot back in the day um where yeah. I would cover everything for christmas for my kids and for everybody else and so they stiffed me i was so mad but that was like one of those lessons like you know what Maybe I ain't about shit,
0: but it's just cuz I'm working with y'all. I need to get my own. <laughs> right. There you go. I need to get my own. There you go. My sentiments exactly. Yeah. It's like when we're not working or we're not doing things that that we enjoy doing, it it really affects the work work ethic. It affects the outcome. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It really does and then you start to what well, I know for me, it's like I start to question my abilities. I have to start to question okay maybe I'm not I'm not built for this you know maybe I'm just weak whatever the case may be and then it's like no bitch this is not what you're supposed Absolutely. to be doing this anguish that you're going through it's it's not aligning to the what universe to is trying
1: to tell you like <laughs> hello all these clues are leading you like it's discomfort Like, you know, if your bra is like, you know, digging into your skin or whatever like that, it's like, because you need to adjust, (laughs) get it off, like twist it. You got a wire that's wrong. Like, we don't don't listen to that. We just stay on a little rusty nail and just be complaining and like, try to figure it out. It's like, no, you need
0: to course correct. Right. Right. And that's the space that I am in. And, and, And it just made me, it made me go harder and go devote more time and be more intentional with my podcast and the other things that I'm working I'm on. I'm so
1: proud of you too because we talked about this some time ago and so the fact that we you're did. actually doing it that's fucking huge. That's huge. Thanks. Like seriously so I'm clapping for you can't hear it. It sounds like golf taps but I'm very proud of you. <laughs> you know I can get bougie like I'm sophisticated with the best of them so got golf taps to your ass bitch.
0: You didn't see that coming from Decatur. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god thank you i i I certainly appreciate that anytime anytime so after jeff okay so then you you were married twice i have your second husband so many marriages yes um (laughs) yes yes this taylor yes Yes. this taylor i'm working on my third so jeremiah my buddy i love him (laughs) I love him That came that When you guys got together That totally came Left field for me I'm like When did this I happen I think that came I Left went. field for
1: everyone But we were it so really cute really Right We were like um, The pocket couple You know We were just so cute You <laughs> can like Fit us in your little pocket You put him right on top of the kit <laughs> Yes He was so adorable Like seriously The little people Like I said like We aren't actually Midgets They're little people But that's what we were You know Together So I, He's the best how did that happen um well of course we've been friends like all our lives and Mm -hmm. um i just i just always adored him and admired him and i feel like he felt the same but he was a dweeb (laughs) (laughs) he was like part of the magellan society which is like a science club hey
0: hey hey i was part of the magellan
1: exactly (laughs) so See and look, y'all in theater together. Oh my god. Okay, audience, audience, I have to be mindful. Anyway, yes, he's so cool, and so <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna like fucking scratch this entire interview but, like this. No, but um, no. So after things like went south with uh Sir Jeffrey and I, um we were friends, and he was just always there. You know helping me cope, I should say, you know, through that mm-hmm. tumultuous uh, period. And then he's yeah. just like, yo, I've always, like, you know, loved you. And I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, because I think you're pretty cute, too. And so that's pretty wow. so much what it is. Actually, Jose had um, invited, like, I had talked to Jeremiah in a while. And so Jose knew that I had spoken with him a while and <clears throat> that Jeremiah was going to be at this party. And I think it probably had been six months, almost a year or something, uh, and Jeremiah had spoken. Um, And he invited me as a surprise. He was like, I'm not going to tell Jeremiah. And so when I got, when I showed up, the look on Jeremiah's face was one that Mm. I knew he loved me. You know, it was like, it was, and that was pretty much it. It was just, just, yeah. So.
0: That's my. I that's my you. Maya. Yeah. <laughs> when I first, when me and my husband, uh, or my husband and I, when we first met, <laughs> when we first met, I always tell him like, "You gave me this look, like, you know, like." Wow, yes. you know what I mean? Like you were literally mesmerized. Yes. and I haven't seen that look since. <laughs>
1: oh
0: damn! <laughs> Listen, man, I can breathe. I'm understanding.
1: He Jeremiah was just here today, you know. Uh, get data and I'm just <sighs> like, mm. uh-huh. you know, he he got yeah, I me. Mean, he he definitely he lured me in. And that was it. Just down down yeah. from there. Okay, <laughs> but no, and, we had a great. And time. then you guys. And then you guys have Jaden. We have the boy, yes, uh, yes. Jaden, but we call him the boy. So yeah, <laughs> um, he will not end up on any therapist couch because of that. I assure you, the boy. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> um, yes, he's amazing, and Jeremiah is such an amazing dad. Like, and he, yeah, um, he helped me raise uh, Christina and Kyla. He was their dad. Um, yeah. He's outstanding. Like he I I can't say enough. Of course, you know, couples go through their troubling moments and things of that nature, but you know when you just have somebody that's part of your soul family. Yeah. Yeah, that's that cat. So um That's right. I really respect him. And I hate, you know, other people don't have the relationship, like the co-parenting relationship and just the like mutual respect and admiration that we have for each other, I feel like it would make life so much easier. You know, the energy that you spend, um, like hating your ex spouse or you know, because they would do some fucked up shit. I'm not gonna deny it, you know. But it's like all yeah. the energy that goes into that. It's like man, you could just if you just turn it around, it you can use that on so many other things. I'm so glad that he and I aren't in that space. You know, not to say that we weren't. It's a work at it, but I, oh, yeah. I really appreciate
0: him. <laughs> So, when Jeremiah came out, during that time, um, you know, it pretty much, like, it it, it was, like, headlining news. (laughs) You know what I mean? How did you cope through all of that?
1: I don't know how I'm not strung out on drugs. Like, I... I don't know either! I don't know. (laughs) Or, like... You know, finding advice with like selling my body for sex. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. It's but be it the grace of God in a praying mother. Yeah. You know, because um, that that was a low for me. You know, nobody even to this day like that's nobody could have told me that me and Jeremiah won't gonna be together forever, girl. Yes, he yeah. did, he might got on my nerves, but I think we are gonna be together forever. It's just in a different way.
0: It's more, gotcha. as like, cause
1: he's right now, he's like a brother to me. He's like, you know, on some sibling shit. And, um, yeah. and he's always going to be in my world. We share three beautiful children together. So, right. um, but yeah, so coping through the biggest thing, knowing that 90% of how people treat you and what's going on with them has everything to do with them and nothing to do with Absolutely. you. Absolutely so I couldn't take any responsibility for that. And I'm you know, I was actually I was grateful. I had seen people in my world who had gone through similar situations, but their spouses may have waited years, like 20, 30 years to tell them and come out. And it's like you spent a lifetime with someone who was living a lie and yeah. It's uh it's a, a situation to grieve over for both lives, all lives involved. You know, um, the the children, the the spouses. You know, it's Man. it's like where do you go from there? So, I try to approach it with the attitude of gratitude. Like I'm, you know, I'm I'm happy he's living his truth. Does that make mm-hmm. it easier? Like oh my god, you know, I'm just so grateful and I'm high fiving him. where you go, buddy, you did it. Like fuck no, that just <laughs> right. still hurt me. But at the same time, it was just like it could be a whole lot worse. I could have yeah. contracted something he could have contracted something like it could have been a whole lot worse like in, in all honesty so I'm I'm glad I came out um relatively unscathed but I, yeah. I decided to I made a decision that I was going to learn from it and that I was not going to be down forever you know you situations go. like that I see it where it takes women out like it takes not yeah. just women it takes people out you know to count. Like I'm talking about they whole life. They just walk around mad. And I said, I'm not gonna be that.
0: Right. I'm not gonna be that. Right. What was your initial reaction? <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: when he told me I was actually headed out the door to an appointment. And so women are we are so uh strong, we're fierce. I blocked, yeah. I blocked that shit out, girl, I was in shock. <clears throat> and so um, I went to the appointment, I closed the, the business. <laughs> like I, I went to the appointment, I closed. And then uh, I told him, I, you know, we'll talk about it when, when I got home. And when I got home, it was just like, okay, you know, women, we we are generals. We just snapped, uh, I don't know. It, it may not just be women, it may just be me, I don't know. But I just snapped into like, okay, great All right. what's the next best thing that we gotta do we gotta work on this and how do we tell the kids and how do we operate you know like what's the time frame and how to make this functional and so my mind was kind of like on autopilot solve it fix it mode and knowing that okay our relationship died but we still we still got work to do That you know and so um that was the first initial reaction of course things didn't go according to plan excuse me and um Yeah, so it got a little tricky, you know, after that, handling all the emotions.
0: Right. Yeah. How did the
1: kids react? You know, it was difficult for them. If you look at Jeremiah and I, like, honestly, when I watch, like, Blackish, I think of us. Like, (laughs) right? Yeah. And and Bo. Like, that's kind of the relationship where my wife and kids, like, that's the type of relationship we had. Even Uh with the children, it's just really playful, fun. Um, And so... When we broke up, I think the biggest thing was, like, just shocked, like, the fuck? Because we never even fought like that. Like, we, yeah. we made a decision early on, which our communication level was pretty great. So this has been a challenge for me, you know, even dating now, because it's like, oh, it's kind of hard to talk what we, you know, we didn't go to bed mad. We didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, people tell you that when you get married, they're like, make sure you're not going to be angry, but, you know, (laughs) you just wait out whenever, it doesn't matter, but no, that's right. That's serious, and so we made a decision that we wanted, we never argued in front of our kids, you know, they didn't hear us talk bad about each other, that was completely different than how, you know, how we, I don't know about how you grew up, but I know my mom and dad was like, man, that's that, like, yo, your ass is supposed to, you know, just blah, 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 you know. So it was a very aggressive household and we, it yeah. wasn't like that. Jeremiah and I, we just didn't play that. We we're So we waited, you know, we're going to wait and fight. We're going to go park this car somewhere and fight it out, you know. Right. <laughs> we'll be home. Um, but the the kids, I wanted to make sure we had a healthy environment. So that being said, when, they, when he told them or when we had to had a talk and we were breaking up, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't even talk. I was so dead. Yeah, I see. it's it's mm. taken me years. Like I, I'm still going through that because it's such a um. It it was a shock. It it was right. a shock. I'm I'm still going through, and I'm okay, and I'm I'm very. Uh, it's like a. It's like a, a stab wound or something like that because a bullet happens mm. so fast. I think a a a, a actual someone stabbing you—that's such a crowd of passion, you know.
0: Mm. It's such stuff. an intimate kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's
1: intimate. You touch it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I, I, that's what I, I feel. It's just a scar there that... um, It's healed, you know? But it's that little uh, keloid-type situation where you look at it, you know? it's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> like, ooh. ooh. That's what it is. You have a keloid a little bit, you know? If you got that type skin that do that. And, um but you see it, you recognize it and you keep it moving and yeah. where some people will look at it and say, oh, that's, that make you ugly. For me, it's like, no, that shit made me strong. I lived through that.
0: Yes, ma'am. So, what were you, what were you telling yourself during that time? What were some of the go- things you were telling yourself?
1: I this is what I tell myself. If y'all listening, get a notepad because <laughs> I ain't been <laughs> dropping no nuggets prior to this, but this part is good. Um, but what I tell myself when I go through anything you know Kendall you're not gonna be you're not the first and you're not gonna be the last yeah so just just do it it's just one step at a time and oh I used to cry so much I used I used to send the kids off to school and just uh, be in a bed just crying for hours just yeah. hours just just crying my whole life thank God I own my own business cause could you imagine if I had to show up for 9 to 5 girl yeah. I'm in a cubicle and I'm like, oh my god, this bitch has been crying since <laughs> eight a.m. You know.
0: Been there done but,
1: that. <laughs> like, like that's terrible, right? Like and you're like going to the bathroom all the time. Like I could not imagine. And I would get a uh, uh, you know one of my teammates calling me like, hey, I need to do this or how do you do this? And I'm like, you know, like put on the face like, yeah, it's great, yeah, super duper. And then put the phone down and just stop. Nobody knew. I didn't tell anybody for a couple months. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow
0: it was a lot it was a lot now two marriages two divorces what is something that you learned about yourself uh I mean i know <laughs> I'm like birth- I'm i know... It
1: all PG. I'm like listen <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know
0: you know both marriages they, they ended you know for two totally completely different mm-hmm. reasons mm-hmm. so the first time around you were much younger yeah what was the what was the lesson that you walked away from during that time from that time um know your worth mm. no just know your worth
1: like i'm so fabulous i don't have to you know <laughs> deal with this shit and so right. know your worth and um and that i'm worthy of someone like looking at me like my dad looked at me and thinking that i'm dope like yeah if you ladies Know you're dope, man. Know your worth. Like, gosh, you know, so many people right now just dealing with people that's not on their level. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the the first marriage, second marriage. Is it same question? What I what I learned from it?
0: Yeah. What'd you learn about yourself? What I learned about
1: myself uh, with the second. Oh, I'm so, I'm so strong, and mm-hmm. it's not it's not me. It is God in me that's so strong. When you make a decision. Yes. Oh, and I think um, I'm gonna get all Latin on y'all, but you know, uh, decide putting to mm-hmm. death um, all other options. I made a decision that I was going to be better than okay. That gotcha. people wouldn't look at me and define me by that situation or what happened. And gotcha. I feel like I've done a pretty great job at that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm proud of That's that. That's you with the shoulder pads, girl.
1: Okay, it's these shoulder pads, are real. Yes! Okay, <laughs> it is not a game. <laughs> Where are my sketchers, okay? <laughs> and my shoulder pads.
0: So you are living your dream. Uh, is that
1: safe to say that? I am in a way. I have a a, a long way to go. Um. I, I mean... What things are... Uh-huh, go ahead. Just, you know, because my goals are so big and so yeah one of the dreams is like one um, check off the list be you know have fucking amazing kids like I did that Like they're great. Yeah, I'm really proud of them um, we've been through some obstacles and stuff but yeah. like I'm, I feel like I did good at that so I'm giving myself a high five with that and then um, two own my own business and I've achieved like some really kick ass goals with that so uh, really excited about that yeah. I want to live out of the country. I okay. want to, um, you know, live abroad. Um, I'm learning Spanish right now. So I'll be fluent looking like, you know, uh, towards the beginning of the year. So I'm going to be able that Espanolish.
0: Um, nice. <laughs>
1: okay. That's a huge deal for me just from a business and a personal standpoint. Uh-huh. Uh, my boyfriend is fluent. So I'm really excited about that. And yes, I have a
0: boyfriend now. What? Uh, <laughs> but wait, where are you trying to live? You said you want to live out of the country. Where would you live, um, go to? Uh, Madrid. I want to move to
1: hmm. Madrid,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just even if it's have a place there for a part of the year, and then live here the rest of the time. Like, so I have some really big goals as far as where I want to go. Um, okay. Being a marina in Madrid, and so um, <laughs> excited about that. Um, definitely the nonprofit, and just working with teenage moms and letting them know that you don't get to let society uh, dictate what you're going to become and tell you that yes. a statistic. And how about we like boss up and get some business skills going and some Go. communication skills and, Go. you know, teach them just skills that the things that aren't taught in school, like how to build rapport with people, how to have a, a you know, intelligent conversation with people and Absolutely. just parents and stuff and letting them know that it's okay. Like, I don't know about you, but I felt like, it, it was really difficult um i raising my children in suburbia and it, where moms are just so excited to be moms <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> you know billy took his first poop day. it was so great and then we made play-doh and i was like oh all of this <laughs> you know so if you're not that kind of mom and you may be a mom like me that's kind of like i'm on some boss up shit. Like, it's okay, don't feel, like, shamed about it. And I'm not gonna shame the other moms that are doing that. Like, cool, do you, but don't get on to me just because I, like, you know, have my own business and, um, cause I don't depend on, like, my husband to do everything for me. Like, I I wanna do it for myself and that's okay. So I wanna teach those skills to uh, teenage moms and let them know that somebody out there is rooted for them. Like, your life is not over.
0: What are some of the conversations that you have with your daughters that you didn't have with your mom? Uh, definitely
1: sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I talk about sex. I try to be as transparent as possible about it because it's great, but if you're not ready for it,
0: you'll be a hoe. So <laughs> to me, it's kind of like if you're not ready for it, it's like you're on a dummy mission. 'Cause you don't know what you're looking you for. You don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you don't you don't fully understand what it's supposed to be like. It just cheapens it all.
1: It's not worth yeah. it. It cheapens you know, if you're just giving it out, it's um the value of it. It's supply and demand. It's like uh eh, <laughs> you know and so um that's not a conversation that was had with me per, like that my mom had with me per se but she kind of did because you yeah. know you weren't told you having a period and I'm like but it feels so good and <laughs> so I let my kids know that like it's amazing listen the, right. the consequences that come from it though are you right. prepared to handle that and not so much just the physical conf- consequences but because um, like people talk about children I'm like fuck that uh, STDs okay Hello? that's huge um, but also, the emotional, you know, the vulnerability from the female side because we're the receivers and just letting them know yeah. that emotional, you know, uh, that stuff is real, you know. And so, pre- just guarding yourself enough and knowing that you don't have to be pressured to do anything you don't want to do. Um, so that's big. And
0: right,
1: my, I, I'm really close with them. So I dance with my daughters. I don't think I, I don't. I don't yes. think my mom knows how to dougie.
0: So. <laughs> so those are things that yes. I do with my
1: kids
0: so that is so dope I'm like every time I see that I'm like oh, I wish I was like that but that's just not me um no kidding.
1: you you do she's your, a great yeah. mom and you know what she's a great mom they, but that's just something that I bond with you know um Kyla with is just she's like a little me she's you know cheerleading <laughs> now and so um that's so cool to me. I just look at him, just like, oh you know, Christina. It's so funny how, or do you feel like those Your kids have like different parts of your personality. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: So oh yes, it's cool to like, see. Like Maya, it. my middle daughter, she's cheering now. Oh, that's what so, up. She, yeah, my little daughter is cheering. My oldest daughter, she's she's 15, so you know you know how that goes. She's mm-hmm. um, yes, you know she's more of the artistic side. She likes I was to draw. just about
1: to she's, say she's probably the artsy theater. She
0: side is. Of you. Yeah. She doesn't like to go outside. She's always in her room. She's listening to music, and her sense of humor is is. Her, she's all three of them. I think they got their sense of humor from me. Yes. Now my oldest two, their father is pretty funny. He was he was he was a pretty funny guy. Mm-hmm. But all three of them, I'm like their comedic timing, the wit, I love it. Ah. Uh, I love it. Isn't <laughs> so, it is so it's great? Just, that, like, like, like having a sense of humor is big,
1: Gabby Like having the it back. It is. Back. Like you better get that. It is. Too.
0: Like, my oldest daughter, she's like, Mommy, you have got to watch The Office. I'm like, she's watching The Office. Oh, I'm like, my God. The Office for you is what Seinfeld was for me.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so. I was just telling my friend that because she'd be on The Office so hard. I'm like, listen, okay, I'm Elaine. I don't have time for this. Okay. So. I'm
0: but like- I love it. I love, I love the experience of, you know, as I'm learning other things about life and, and how the universe works, how living with intention and listening to your intuition and honoring yourself and all that, as I'm learning that, I'm so glad to be able to have the open line of communication and teach that to my kids. Absolutely. You know, it's almost like the like a sisterhood that we have. Really? You know what I mean? It like it's it's it, it it is so dope, you know, for you know, for the most part, I'm 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 like, you know, yeah, you guys are cool. Yeah, I get on my nerves sometimes but y'all are cool y'all, we can chill we can hang out but I think <laughs> that's because you are like a young mom because if you juxtapose that with like people who have their
1: kids older there's a disconnect yeah. we grew up alongside our kids like
0: that's true your
1: kids have a fucking Instagram you have an Instagram okay like <laughs> my mom know about no instagram no she girl she posted something on facebook talking about the wig glue like she was trying to (laughs) she was trying to uh direct message somebody somebody had asked she's like no girl the type of wig that you use is i said she didn't post it as a status bernita get off the interweb remove yourself from the interweb okay (laughs) Oh my god. It's gracious. So you grew up yeah. with them. So that, you know, it makes it easier for that that comedy. They're gonna get your comedy. they gonna connect. They're gonna wanna chew with their mom. You cool. You know. That's and true. Our conversations are different. And it's a bonus. People looked at us like we was crazy when we get, we had them when we was young before, but
0: now Man. You you got a squad. Like my, my kids in my squad. What's next up? What you what else do you have working on? I mean working on. What else do you have going on?
1: What else do I have going on? Um, You know what? I am... My goal right now is I'm planning on opening up three more offices. Um, Wow. Yes. uh, Within the next 12 months, I want to get two more offices open. So I'm, like, hiring like crazy. So I'm really excited about that and looking for people. Um, And other than that, just watching my kids grow learning the spanish enjoying this handsome hunk of a guy that i have (laughs) okay um and just having fun um you know i feel i don't know if you feel this way but i really do feel like it's you know my time my kids are older now you know and so It's like I I laid the foundation. You guys kind of get the gist of how this works. You can take it from here, and I just you kind of you don't have to steer the ship as much.
0: That is true.
1: Yeah. So it's a it's my time and um making sure that hey one of my affirmations is like literally I age backwards, and so I'm working on making sure that like guys me we when we're in our sixties and seventies, like we don't have to be on medications. Do you realize like that's people think it's, like, the norm. Like, when I go talk to people about, like, their health and stuff like that, you know, they're looking at me like, of course I'm on high blood pressure medication. I'm like, no. What you mean, of course? <laughs> like, seriously, I'm like, no, that's not what... Let me talk to your doctor. Like, that's not what it's supposed to be, you know? And I just, I'm so... Um, I just stopped eating meat. Okay. So, um, that's been a big deal. So, I'm just on this thing of, like, getting better. All the things that I feel like people in traveling, more. not absolutely so, uh getting out there and like getting grown yes and i want to have like all the sex too so <laughs> getting grown getting that's grown. what it is yes what you what you got going on what you gonna do next well
0: after okay so this is a good you know transition into my next question mm-hmm. so i make ice cream okay okay and as you know and I didn't even ask you a couple of these questions in terms of the music let's backtrack just a bit but um before we backtrack we're going to answer your question okay Okay. (laughs) what I have next so I'm launching a business venture in terms of you know making my making some ice cream selling it to local ice cream um shops within the Raleigh because you know I'm in Raleigh so within the Raleigh Durham area in addition to that expounding my brand in terms of podcasting, going to more like clarity coaching
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and so that's something that has been introduced to me and I made the 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 intention of researching it Mm -hmm. and when I researched it I said this is something that I already do and this is actually I can actually make my life doing what it is that I do and loving it
1: this is great so
0: this is part this all goes back to the mission to the to what the podcast is about being audacious with your life doing the most with your life do the most with it you know have the audacity to do the most with your life and that's that's what it is And, and again going back to where you said about your jobs it was like the universe is telling me i don't need to be here yeah we need money First and foremost, we need money. But at the same time, I always have to go back and and remind myself that the times that I really need, needed things, that I always have when I always need Girl, yes. And I did. Won't you know, the universe always, provide? The universe absolutely, will provide. absolutely. And 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 that's what I'm. That's that's what I'm doing right now. You know, that's what I'm doing right now. There's a blueprint that I'm to, I'm trying to follow, and. um you know just be audacious with it go for it and yes. putting that side putting that fear aside you know right it's 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 putting that fear aside i've been being a fear-based life for a long period of time and it's time to go ahead and change that change that mindset change that so
1: proud of you and That's break so that
0: huge. yeah man so huge. i'm excited i'm excited I and I'm, I'm fucking 37 years old i'm not i'm not getting any younger I'm not getting yeah. any other. It. And it's it's time. Just like you said. Do you happen to watch Queen Sugar?
1: I do not. I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch games. Oh, so my long.
0: God. You need to make it. an exception and watch this, okay? Queen Sugar?
1: Oh okay, listen. Yes. I, I'll
0: play
1: on. If, <laughs> if it does not hook me on the first episode, you're dead to me. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> so
0: drastic. No, it's a great show, but... There's a character there. Her name is Aunt Vi, and Aunt Vi, she's in her. She just turned sixty. She got out of a, a a bad marriage. You know, she got her young boyfriend who loves the shit out of her, who was like the dream man for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you know, she was like, "This is my time now." You know, she opened up her own business. She's selling pies. She's living her life. She even got to the point where she was getting married to the young dude. She said, "I don't even want your last name. I just want. I just want my name." You know what yes. I mean? Because it's like I'm standing on my own too. I'm coming into me. I, this yes. is my time right now, and it was like I feel that. You know, right. I feel that. So, and I think again, I think we're in a in in a in a space where everyone is on on the brink of a transformation. Right. You know what I mean? A big transformation. I think societal-wise, we're, we're we're going through that. With of course, with midterm elections coming up, we're we're going to that even on a smaller level. You know, between between us you know right. and people that are within six degrees of separation of us we're all going through a transformation so i definitely want to want to use this time to celebrate people who are using this time to, to 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 do the most with their life right you know right so i'm, I'm excited, excited about it i'm, I'm
1: excited That's why about I'm like, it too i'm excited I'm like, about I have podcasts, I know,
0: like and also the man
1: listen let you, the people know i'm
0: like i know dope people who are doing Dope shit.
1: Seriously, you, I'm, you're the one to do it. Like you're the one to start it. So I'm like just so excited for you. When I first heard your episode with Ali, which just had me crack up. Like this guy. Okay, I haven't listened to the one with Nana, but uh, I'm going to. I thought it was nine hours. So I was like, okay, I gotta finish this out. And so, I'm sorry. That's okay. I know it's juicy. I was just like, okay, when am I gonna, you know. But I will say, when I first heard your voice, I said, oh, this is a hit. Like, she, you just have such an awesome, authentic voice that is for this. And so, um, yeah, you're perfect for it. And I'm just really excited for you. thank you, like, for even thinking about little weird me. Um, what? With, with my Thug Life t-shirt.
0: <laughs> 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 so, thanks. So, question. Okay. Yes. So, right now this is a good space right now yes what is in heavy rotation like on your playlist
1: you have that's so funny so um there's this guy that i just ran across on the interweb okay mm-hmm. in the interloop and in, in, internet and his name is toby Lou. have you heard of him before
0: toby Lou. toby no Lou.
1: it's no right okay but i love him and there's a song that he um, has called Buff Baby that I just ran across on the, on. I was going to say on the YouTube. I sound like our parents. <laughs> on I ran YouTube. across it on the YouTube. Um, Book face. <laughs> exactly. Just get out there, young lady. So, no. Um, anyway, but... I love it. Um, And so I've been playing that, but I actually, my friends make fun of me. I love Ella, Ella Mai, whatever. Um, Okay. The fact that she's kind of bringing back some old R&B type feel, but she's, you know, got the little cursing in it. So I think that's cool. Um, (laughs) And then I'm an R&B person. So I like Daniel Caesar and H-E-R, her, of course. And then, but if we don't, like I've been playing Lil' Kim. So that's the uh-huh. yes. my little camp. So I don't know if you just saw my latest, you know, Instagram video. Yo, it's the real shit. Shit that make you feel shit. But for yes. the Hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, having niggas OD because it's never enough. Hey. you know. So all the stuff that we listened back in the old days, like, yeah. you know, heavy rotation. Like, I still, you know, I'll be in the middle of a business meeting if, This for the nine nine two thousand come on. I'm ready. I'm twerking. (laughs) Cash money records taking over. I'm twerking. Okay. Full business is on. Okay. One cheek, two cheeks. So um I'm I'm old. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, my rotation, my playlist is probably lame. I listen to Stevie Wonder um
0: Okay.
1: A lot. Uh, God leaves. I actually like um I I love did how did you like Cardi B's album? Did you like it? I liked it. I I. it was it
0: I liked it Okay I like yeah. the energy of it. You know, it's um I liked it. I liked I it a I don't lot. I really didn't have anything too bad to say about it. I I I like I like her story. She's a, I she's too. literally like a like a Cinderella kind of a thing. See, you know? She really is. She I respect really
1: is. It. I, I respect oh, yeah. her and I, her hustle. And I love that, you know, um, she seems like she keeps it real. So, I like, right. I appreciate what she's bringing. Like, it's raw. It's not... She's just her. So, I, I appreciate anybody that's bringing the, the unapologetic me. Fuck what you thought. This is who I am. So, ah, Exactly. All right. And then, um, <laughs> I like J. Cole right. a lot, too. Uh, so... He's he's always been a favorite of mine, and so yeah. I like Jake Cole. Yeah, what do Let's... you listen to? Because I'm not a, a cool person like you,
0: so what do you listen to? <laughs> well, um, of course I like J. Cole. I'm in his home. I'm in his backyard, for God's sake. So it's it's it's, it's gotta cool. say that. You know, I like old school shit. You know, like my daughter for my for my birthdays. Now she she got me a turntable last year, and she got me three albums. The three albums that she got me on Wax were um kanye's college dropout
1: wow um
0: then she got me (laughs) yeah that
1: guy that guy that guy (laughs) so um
0: she got me that black moon into the stage and there was another one mob deep those are the first three that she got Hello. me. So that first was last off, year. your
1: daughter is going for all the credits <laughs> in the favorite child category. Like, I hope she doesn't That's hear. my she's oldest. Okay. She's that's
0: my oldest. She's doing you know? <laughs> and then this year, she got me um, uh, uh, Beverly Hammond, who was like my all time favorite reggae singer. And she got me Wu Tang into the state, into the 36 Chambers. Oh, wow. So I'm like, okay. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, that's that's so my daughter doing that. So, yeah. You know me. I like I, I like digging in the crates. That's 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 my thing, you know. And 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 just certain. you so know cool. what I remember the the one of the memories I have with Marcel is that along with him and Rory, Trius, Robert, all of them, yes. I used to trade CDs with them. You know, that's and we so used to um, compare. <laughs> yes, we used to trade CDs, and we used to talk about eighty-eight point five. On Sunday nights from 10 to 2. Okay. And, um, you know, that's the reason why I, I, I am my podcast or I try to have my podcast up on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock. as to pay homage to 88.5 on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock. Okay. That's where they show, um, you know, that's where they showed aired um, from uh, Georgia State. So okay. I remember doing that with Marcel, you know, with boot camp and all of that. That's you
1: not to so watch, so but no, no, I was probably like I don't know into like
0: Justin Timberlake or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, seriously, hit me, baby. But, uh... <laughs> that's, like, okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Aaliyah. When... <laughs> a- yeah, Aaliyah was building, like a um, four page letter. One okay. A... Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Aaliyah was big. big. She was. But I have a question I didn't ask you. Okay. Before you made the transition into being a financial wealth advisor, what were you doing?
1: (laughs) I was working as an assistant chef at a catering company. I was a cook. Yes, I was a cook. Wow. I say that to say, because I tell people all the time, I have my PhD my public high school diploma, (laughs) okay, (laughs) and I tell people that, listen, you don't need all these, you know, badges and merits and letters and shit, you know, and numbers behind your name or before them, because if someone sits with you and shows you how to do what they do for about 60 to 90 days, do you think you can fucking figure it out, the answer is yes. And so I was not a cook by trade. I didn't go to no LaCordon Blue, but that head chef, <laughs> shout out to Nelson. He taught me so much about food. I am forever grateful. I wow. because of him, I can make one of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Grill some chicken up, vegetables. I mean, he taught me oh so much, forever mm. grateful. And then I was like, listen, this is a sweatshop, I need to go. And so I went into financial <laughs> services. <laughs> so Okay. Hey, I have one question for you before we leave. Yes. Did I beat Christiana? No ma'am. Damn it. No. Damn it.
0: But that's okay. All right. I think um I think we're gonna have Christiana just hold that title. You yeah. know, okay. um that's all quite right. alright. then cool.
1: <laughs> maybe next time.
0: No, no 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 need to no need to, you know, compete on that level. It's all good. It's okay. all good. But I'm definitely gonna edit this and um I'll send you a rough cut you let me know what you think absolutely I can't um, wait yeah it's gonna be dope so um all right man well Well, thank you so much
1: thank you so much (laughs) you have the best evening
0: (laughs) thank you you too and you have an even better week
1: I will all right I will talk to you later love you ladies
0: love you too Bye. Bye. bye